evening and welcome to the year of fear on our band little podcast good evening i'm jeff and on the other side is my buddy mike good evening sir oh mike what happened this is not mike this is the demon the demon has joined us ladies and gentlemen so demon tell us what you think about halloween eight excuse me oh god oh god sorry about that oh <laughs> oh what happened <laughs> i don't know what that was <laughs> oh hey Ooh, i think i've had some leftover halloween candy sorry Oh, must have gone You're not bad. the only one. Must have gone bad. <laughs> oh, lordy. So anyway, we're doing Halloween H2O, which is a, a fun little flick. And um, Jones, what do you think of Halloween H2O? <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 it's a, I think it's kind of a fun twist. I, I, I know you and I were talking kind of in the green room like it was this. It's almost, it felt, felt like, like an homage sort of to it, to the like the original two. But like at at moments, sort of like not like kind of like sometimes there's a little tongue in cheek to it, you know. It's it's not a scream, but it it there are horror points, but there's it, also homage throughout it. it. Does get a little close to scream though. Some moments it does, but um yeah, you're right. They sprinkle in the right little bit of things that it actually has that nostalgia, and it's you know looks fresh too. So that's right. Well, it does yeah. And again, uh, the the director of this is actually the director that did um. um Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Part Three, so a little bit of like crossing the streams in the in the horror realm as well, you know. To, you know it, it, what's that? So that was pretty big back then, especially when you combine those genres. Like, producers. well, we're also talking twenty years apart for both of them, maybe closer to fifteen for for those, because you got to realize, you know, it's been you know twenty years for um for the original Halloween. But then you also, you know, I think they said, I think what, when we were doing Halloween 1, we were talking about like five years, I think, or five or so after we had like Friday the 13th 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of started that slasher type genre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Halloween's Halloween. I mean, slasher movies were around a lot longer than than Halloween was. But I think the 80s slasher that sort of redefined that 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 genre. I mean, you you. I know folks will say it's more of a gore movie, but when you look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that is a sort of slasher film. But you, they, you know, in the eighties or late or late seventies, they threw on this this gloss, this shine, something special about it. They had the magic dust, and I, I will say it will probably never be recaptured again to have that kind of slasher films. Other movies have been sort of brought in. We had the we had the the um, the, the was the found film series going well, on. For, film, but you yeah. had the Blair Witch. That was the first. We one had the we had the the the, the torture horror. For a while, you know, with um, with Saw and with Hostel and you know, with um, oh, I was going to see Human Centipede, but no, you know, and now and now, you know, most recently, and it's and I love seeing this. We're now getting this more urban and black culture horror. You know, when you look at like Us and you look at you know the, the remake of Candyman. Love, you know, way. I mean, there's some great. So there's like, there's always this, 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 this rise, and but Halloween was always the, the one. And I thought I love the fact that, that they did like a 20 years later because you got to realize after number two, <laughs> they went on a little detour for a while. Uh, <laughs> just a little between bit. three and you know not being a really uh, you know, involved in Halloween and then jumping into the year the or the, what was it the uh the Mike, michael myers the rise of michael myers There's michael myers yeah where he's like he's like uh i forgot some druids had raised him he was a, it was it got so stupid and then paul rudd he like channeled some spirits to, uh it was just odd. yeah so yeah so i to me i thought this was great for it to come back sorry i know that's a long story to get to what did i think about that yeah i think this is a great re 
hashing of it. And I think this was the seed that was planted for, well, I think you said Rob Zombie was like five years later, six years later from this. Wasn't he like 2005, 2004? For his? 2005? Okay, so yeah. So I, like to me, this kind of planted the seed that, hey, we can revisit this. They did. They were able to do it really well. But you know, let's you know, let's put somebody new and give them a, a a spin to it. Yeah. So. Anyway, guys, enough of us yapping. Let's yap while we watch the movie Halloween H two O. Find it on the Peacock Network. Well, well I, I always say Halloween you're going to find it on Peacock Network because they own the rights to it. But I think right now, I, there's you're you're hard pressed to find any horror movies out there unless it's a brand new release that you know HBO or or Paramount or something's releasing. You know, yeah, you got to dig a little to find some of the, especially something like this. Like the main ones, the, the original two, you probably will be able to find pretty easy. But these, uh, these down the road offshoots are kind of hard to find. So, I admit, I am a fan of the two B horror movies. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh god, yeah. So, so <laughs> they're, they're kind of fun. Feel, like, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. So anyway, guys, in a little countdown: three, two, one, press play. Again. Okay, good old Miramax. Oh, Harvey. At least, at least he gave us, you know, Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, he did. So here we are, Dimension Films. And like I was saying, uh, it starts off with Mr. Sandman, like it did the last movie we watched. Dun, 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 dun. I think they cleaned up a lot of this footage too. It looks a lot more lit. It's a little again like uh, it's at dusk, so you're getting you know the the end of the day. Yeah, but I don't know, but somehow it's still a little bit lighter than the OG one. The OG one seemed a little well. Bit... You got to, I mean, film quality. You're talking no, again. Saying, we're I talking. Think 20, they cleaned it up. Yeah, we're talking twenty years later. <laughs> oh, this isn't stock footage either. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. No, no, the no, the nurse coming home. This never happened before. Her with a cigarette hanging out her mouth. Well, whoever filmed it did a, did a good job in tricking me because I really thought it was from the original. Like, well, again, least. because it was filmed kind of at dusk, and it kind of, and that dusk time gives it that look. Because like when you looked at the original one, like when she's leaving the high school with her friend, it was always had like a little haze to it. Like it was almost yeah, it, it, was, it was almost dusty, nighttime. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think this one is literally taking place because you saw like some lights in the in the uh, trees and stuff. Yeah, whoever whoever did it definitely did his homework because it's it's like spot on. Like it fooled me. <laughs> Hello, let me in. Now, one of the screenwriters for this was a Matt uh, Greenberg. He actually did this. He was also in uh, in charge of uh, doing um, 1408, which probably one of my Stephen King movies, and then uh, Pet Cemetery 2019. See, if you would have gotten Joseph Gordon-Levitt like this age in a Batman film to play Robin, oh yeah, definitely yeah. I, oh my god, like I could see it then. It's just when they brought him in for like that last film, it's just like, oh, yeah. oh, your name's Robin. We did not need that scene. Did not need that scene. Dude, I'm the biggest Batman mark on here, but that was so stupid. I was like, what? Just call him Dick. Oh, I don't know. 
There you go, bud. I like that little homage the kid had when he was wearing the Jason hockey mask. That was yes. kind of cool. Again, the director, you know, was part of the. Uh... But back then, I, I think if you didn't know any better, because these horror franchises like never really crossed, actually never crossed over. Actually, that would be cool if they did. But like this is like new, like, holy shit, I got, if you're a horror fan, oh my God, like he's wearing the Jason mask. And I think there's a lot of homages he has in this film, too. Okay, I call bullshit. No kid in the 70s is acting like this. This isn't the 70s, dude. This is 98. Hmm. I remember, it's 20 years later. That was a flashback. No. Oh, for some reason, you got flashbacks stuck in your head. I guess it's throwing me off how good this looks. Yes, because it's 98. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's, he's wearing a plain old fucking beanie that's you tell me that's be a hippie it's bad really dude robin beer yeah you deserve to get axed Who is this guy? I was trying to find it, but I hadn't seen, I hadn't heard a name. I could see an older version of him with a beard or something. I think that is Marion Chambers. She was in the first two. Hmm. I believe that's who that is. Because I, th I think that's who that is. See. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She was in the first two. She was even in Halloween Kills, too. That guy is Braden Williams. What's he done? Oh. Anything? Mystery Don't Men, work? loving and amazing. Uh, this movie, uh, he's uh, he's done uh, quite a bit. Like you would not recognize him now, but yeah, he's X Files, Will and Grace, Spin City, Charlie, uh, Charlie's Angels. Hmm. Yeah, I knew he was in some stuff. You just recognize that face. Probably recognize him. Uh, 
from oh what's the one uh shoot uh, can't hardly wait he was one oh, he was he was one of Seth okay. Green's rapper buddies um, wow i it does look like hmm Hmm. Yeah, that's that's who it was. Okay. I recognize him. <laughs> okay, one of the things I didn't like is the music in this film. It does it just seems a little off. It seems like a classic movie themes more than the Halloween theme where it was like ding, you know, the synth going down. This is like more like it's like, you know, Oh, damn. Damn, they 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 could take care of J Jason Gordon Levitt, man. Hmm. Well, you got to I mean, you got to realize um John's not part of this. So you're not going to have the John music. Like the the, the, the head of uh, the head of music was uh, uh, John Ottoman. He did Public Access, Usual Suspects, Superman Returns, Valkyrie. Yeah, so very different music. Than yeah, Carpenter. very different music. And then he had um, had another person, Marco Beltrams, who uh, who also helped out, and he did Scream Two, Scream, Mimic. So again, they're they're paying homage, you know, they're doing a sequel to this, but they're also trying to make it lean towards current movies. Oh, done. Yeah, not gonna happen. Oh, there he is, just driving away. <clears throat> At least he's not walking. There's more of those dusty shots, too. So, detective we have here is a uh, Bo uh, Billingsley, uh, probably best known for in, in the animated world, Cowboy Bebop. He did. Uh, he was the voice of Jet Black. I don't know if you ever watched uh, the like the animated Cowboy Bebop. No, oh, I just watched that movie, which I don't know why people shit it on. I thought it was actually. Uh, if you watch the original Cowboy Bebop, you would completely understand why people shit on it. Yes, itself, but it's an okay series. It was on Netflix, but yeah, the. Yeah, comparing it to the original, just like I, I know we all, all of us geeks, especially in our little, little geekdom area, we all do the same thing. So, and yeah, you would have if you were a fan. Trust me, <laughs> I had some issues. That bad? I mean, like, it, it is it, yeah, compared, yeah, yeah, it was. Oof. 
Uh, and he is also, uh, for you Star Trek fans, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, he played Captain Abbott as well. Captain Abbott? And if you really want to dig deep into the horror realm, he was also in Leprechaun 2, Back to the Hood. Oh, Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I think that was Leprechaun 3, sir. Oh, okay. I thought it was 2 since it was Back to the Hood. I assume that was the second one. Third one. Just like they did with Fast, Too Fast, Too Furious. They threw a 2 in there. So I thought that's the same. I got you. And that is not the voice of Donald. No, that Pleasant. is not. Nope. I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't catch it, Donald's is a little bit more lower. This guy's got a little. Oh, that's right, LL Cool J. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> no, the gentleman that's actually doing his voice is well known in the Star Wars community as doing a lot of voices. He's known for doing the uh, voice of uh, Yoda. Uh, Admiral Akbar. Uh, he's the narrator, actually, in Bad Batch, in one of the Bad Batch episodes. I believe he's the voice of SpongeBob. I think so. Yeah, he's done a, like he's been all over the place for voiceovers. So I think he did. He did a decent job. No, he didn't do a horrible job, but he, it, you could just tell right away it's it's just not him. Oh yeah, no, definitely yeah. No, this is a thing that uh, kind of like a '90s movie, kind of like a trope. And he did the voice of uh, of uh, Thanos in uh, in the '90s uh, Avengers series. Oh, I'm messing with you. I'm oh. so messing with you. I am so messing with you. Don't go. Oh, Don't go there. I'm just messing with you because I know you hate that. <laughs> I, I was trying to trigger you. <laughs> you did. Ooh. I saw. Ooh. I saw you. I saw it go on. <laughs> Oof. I remember. I remember the night we were just we were talking about that. I think we had a couple cocktails, <laughs> too many, and I was just so angry about it. Like, hey, this guy is terrible. Like, he's the worst. Like, because his just what we got and what the voice was in the animated series it was like everything was fine about him, but just the voice was just didn't fit him. Just way off. Like I said, just oh. that just that just had to trigger you a little bit. That's all. Yeah, you did a good job. I I do I did the test. Name a horror movie where it begins where you're encircling a classroom like this. I can't think of any. Can you? Oh God, I can't tell you how many movies start off like like this like, I POV. Like a... Yeah, I'd... I'm sure there is. I just can't recall one now. Did the Omen begin in a classroom, like sort of like a? Uh... God, it's been so long since I've watched the Omen. We have the Omen on the list, do we? Not. Mm. I think we do for Devil Month. I have to look. No, I don't think so, because I don't think we have a Devil Month. You sure? I thought we had a Devil Month, like a Satan Month or something. No. Hey, Josh Hartnett. Pretty boy actor who could actually act. You which I can't wait. I am so looking forward to his next movie that comes out this year. 
uh, Oppenheimer. Is Josh going to be in it? Josh, yeah, yeah. He's playing uh, Ernest La Lawrence. But yeah, I am so looking forward to that one. <clears throat> yeah. The cast is incredible, too. Like, they, he, when he makes films, man, he loads that cast up. I, and I don't think it's more like him calling. I think it's them calling him. <laughs> like, hey, man, you going to make another movie? I want to be in it. He's that type of director. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you got to, I can never get his name right. Cecilia Murphy played a Crow. Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he's gonna he's playing Oppenheimer, um, and just like I said, yeah, like you said, just some great cast: Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Rami Malek, Florence Pugh. I mean, just like the the shit list of, of who's who right now. That's a, that's a ridiculous <clears throat> cast. Cannot wait for that. Film. And yeah, I just see yeah, everything I've uh, sort of read about it. It just looks really good. I recently saw Dunkirk for the first time. Oh, really? Oh, man. Great movie. I had, it's it kind of like one of those phases when Nolan had finished doing The Dark Knight and Inception. I kind of was like, all right, you know, I don't want to watch. And after, actually, it was after the, in, um, what was the uh, the space movie he did? Space movie. Yeah, that, that Nolan did with the McConaughey and the weird memes. Oh, um, shit. Interstellar. Yes, was yes, yes. Circle gets a square. Yeah, I like that movie. I dug, but then after that, anything he did after that, I just kind of fell off. Uh, it was uh, Cindy, our friend Cindy. She really kept pushing me. She's like, you, every every time I'd see her, every other couple of weeks, you watch Up on Emory yet? No, no, no. And I was like, you know, finally, I was like, no, okay, I'm fine. I'm just gonna watch it just to kind of shut her up. <laughs> and then, yeah. Was, see, and again, I I watched that. I liked that. Um, Interstellar was good. Inception was all right. Again, I'm not a big. Yeah, I, I like Inception, you know, but I'm not. Price, a, like, prestige, I'm okay with. Tenet, I thought, was just like over talked about. And I don't even, like, got to be honest. I think I the only reason Tenet really kind of caught any wind is because it was like one of the first movies, you know, that were still in the theaters right during the COVID period. I have a weird theory about that film. Like the reason it kind of like, um, did as good as it did because the movie's not great. I mean, it's it's like what? I thought the reason why was like kind of like when they cast Pattinson in there, it was kind of like a curiosity, like oh, he's gonna be the next Batman. Let's see how he does. Or like the Harry Potter fans, they know him, so I think that helped maybe a little bit. Like I said, it's a weird theory. Well, again, to me, it was because it was at the end of our lockdown. I honestly believe that because there was nothing else out. Gotta realize is this was released September 2020. Ghostbusters you, came after, right? Right, yeah. Okay, okay. So we had we had nothing. I mean, I was going to the movies. I was going to watch, you know, whatever they would put out. You know, they would read. You were you were going to the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, we were going to you, see Empire. We were going to see Two Towers, oh, Lord of the Rings. I mean, we were going out to see like old movies on the big screen again, which I thought I was like, that's I want more of that, honestly. But yeah, then Tenet came out, and Tenet was the first movie we watched, and I was just like, oh. And okay. I, like I said, I just think it got a lot more attention because of what it was and kind of what it represented as, like, not the movie, yeah. not the movie I, itself representing, but the physical thing of going to the movies again. <clears throat> so, yeah, so she looks like she's going through some uh, PTSD right here because uh, she's yeah. also she's also changed her name. I don't know if you caught that or not. She's not Lori. She's like she Christy Tate, I think, or something along those lines. She changed her, her entire name. Uh, Carrie Tate. Carrie Tate. Yeah. So, yeah, she's kind of like she's trying to distance herself from the strobe name and and that past. Michelle yeah. Williams. 
Dawson's Creek, and um, she did a movie where she played Marilyn Monroe, which I thought was better than the Marilyn Monroe movie that came out this year. Which wasn't horrible, but she's done a lot, a lot of stuff, too. And that is uh, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe, uh, Nash Bridges. I think she played her daughter for a long time. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it looks uh, like. Prison Break. I, I think you were a fan of Prison Break, weren't you? Actually, my daughter's a pretty proud okay. of that, too. I thought you were because of just the, the actors that were in it. Oh, I, I saw a couple episodes of Prison Break. I never, I never got like big into it like the kids. I thought did. you watched after they came out to the Flash. And no, no, the, the, like I heard they were on that show, but I never watched the show. If that makes sense. And she was also on one. One of our friends, Bobby, kind of watched and said, or said it was pretty good with the Vampire Diaries. And when I say our friend Bobby, he's in his sixties and he actually likes that teen drama show. That's interesting, but uh, he's gotten into some like again. He he knows how to if he could binge watch for a living. And I told him he probably can, he can. I think he can get out there and binge watch and like do reviews of shows and stuff. He could. Uh, he he would be he would be happy man if he if he uh, if he could do that for for the rest of his life. For him to do that and record it every week. Yeah. Oh, he no, he no no not record just review. You can just get on blog. People still blog. I don't know. I know blog yeah. Uh, I know there's podcasting and that's like. The new thing, but blogging is still a still a thing. So, his, his like I said, his choices have been spot on. Like I don't have anything negative he's ever picked. Yeah, he's he's shown me some movies, some old shows. I was like, I never even got into, and he's like, I was rewatching a uh, Killjoy, and I was like, oh, I never really even like looked into that. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's great. And he just went through the whole thing. And isn't that strange? I picked up Killjoy and started watching. I'm like, Oh crap, this is actually good. <laughs> See, it's it's strange. Like, and it'll be shows that, like you said, he's. I've been out for a while. You just never gave it. Like, nah, I don't want to watch it. Or is it? I don't think. Pick it a little girl. <laughs> yes, demon. <laughs> Just like everything else. So there's somebody else on here that's a a child actor, a child of another of a, somebody famous, and has actually had a uh, somewhat of a decent career. Son of a Stan Winston is in here, Matthew Winston. He must have designed some of the effects for the mask. Yeah, uh, and uh, Sam, uh, Sam is playing a detective, Matt Sampson. So, uh, but he's been in a lot of things. I didn't realize how much he'd been in. He was in Fight Club, Galaxy Quest. That freaked me out. I was like, I don't think Mike will kill a kid. Well, you never know. He hasn't done it yet. In that Steeler car, though. That is one. <laughs> so she's like a headmaster of a uh, looks like a prep school here I did not know that holy crap Matt Winston Stan Winston's son 
did you ever you ever you watch Star Trek Enterprise, right? The series Star Trek Enterprise. I mean, I didn't get all the way through it, but, but I you watched, watched some of it. Did you ever get to the point where they where he met uh we where we got to meet a temporal agent, Daniels, the time traveler? No, I didn't get to uh, that point. He was the time traveler. If anybody out there is you know that's not not you know who's cool and not like him over there. Um, Star Trek Enterprise, he played uh, Temporal Agent Daniels in like almost like 10 episodes. He was like a huge, massive part of the overall overarching, like for like, God, I want to say from season one to season four. Some nerd stuff there. Deep. He was was also in Scrubs as well. That's another show I need to give a chance to. I I, I actually did... uh, the end of this last summer, I downloaded the uh, series and I was like, okay, I, I'm actually enjoying this. Like the humor is like spot on. Like in the in the the bantering is is, is perfect. You, you'd like it. All right, I'll have to give it a chance then. Oh, who's hey. that? Adam Arkin, Janet Lee. Now watch when she leaves. Keep an eye on her when you, when she goes to her car. Eventually, Janet Lee is going to go to her car. Listen to the music. They throw the psycho theme in as she's there's a scene where she walks to her car. And I think that the car is also from Psycho, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, that is also the car from Psycho. That that goes back to the homages of horror films they paint in this movie. Well, especially in this kind of homage, you know, you're talking about, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. So we're getting that we're sort of getting that that passing of the torch. It's already happened. You know, that, you know, oh, obviously, you know, I'm sure they were I'm sure they were in movies when she was a lot younger and we we just didn't realize that this is more of like the official passing of the torch. And then, like I said, paying homage to her career, you know, seeing the car and the you'll hear the psycho music. As well. It's the goat. LL Cool J. I still like him in um whatchamacallit, the shark movie that we did. Oh, uh Deep Impact? No, no, not Deep, deep Blue Sea. You're close on it. You're you're in you're in the deep area. It's funny, is is it goes deep blue sea, or it goes this, then deep blue sea. Like that's how oh. that's they're right back to back. Now you want a real hardcore flashback? LO Cool J's first movie, Crush Groove. <clears throat> yeah, I'm old. <laughs> His third movie, great movie, uh, Goldie Hawn, Wildcats. That's right, he is. He's one of the football players. No, he's the rapper. No, uh, you're thinking... Um, because I think Jamie Keach is in that. Uh, I think uh, I think that's Wesley Snipes is who I think you're you're thinking that's about. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's like, hey, coach, and he has like the football over his. Yeah, and actually, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson both in this in that movie. So pre uh, pre White Men Jump, you know, in Wildcats. Because mm-hmm. uh, Woody Harrelson played uh, Krasinski.
That's right. Woody was in there too. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. One of my, one of my, like I'm. There's a like a, there's an echelon to J, to to Goldie Hawn movies, and that Wildcats is up there because I just I just absolutely love the movie. I love the characters that are in there. <clears throat> she, had, she had a little bit of a run for a while. She had a Private Benjamin a couple years before. Well, that. I actually watched Private Benjamin a few a uh, few weeks ago because it was on. I was like, oh man, I haven't seen Private Benjamin. Like, watch this. And then my my dirty 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 little secret movie that's is Overboard. Oh, that's, I, that's no, I'm, I'm not dirty, but I'm not secret about that one. I'm not scream that one. I, I was like, no. Yeah, yeah I love I love Overboard. <laughs> like if they ever wanted to remake something, like or reimagine, they, they could, have. They could, have they? Yes, they uh, did it about three years ago. Really? Yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's remake. Two thousand eight or two thousand eighteen Overboard, uh, with um. Had uh, Anna Farah was in it and uh, Eugenia Debrez. Basically, what they did is they flipped the script, and oh, she so was the she she was the uh, she was the one pouring out of, out of luck, and he was the rich one. Mm, so yeah, okay. that, yeah, yep, about yeah, 2018. Eva is in it, John Hanna. So yeah, it's never watched it. Hmm. Probably suck, but I'll check it. I, it looked like he did some really good in the like as far as like money goes. It just for me, I I know what I like and I don't want to watch something. And I, it's I don't think that watching the new one will ruin my take on that on it. I just like ah, it's no interest really. I, I mean, I love Anna Ferris. I think I I love anything she she can get her hands on. Okay, got it. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, for that movie, it was like a twelve million dollar budget. They made ninety one. So I mean, hey, bang. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't didn't do bad, but. Yeah, you, again, it's when you, when you go against something like that, and, and you have to understand, you know, our well, you know, our generation, we we cling to cling to anything from the '80s and our youth, like like it's like <laughs> like it's going away, which it is, but <laughs> it it is, it's a sad fact, but, but yeah. they are going away, and right. I I don't like to deal with it, but I yeah. I have to, I have no choice. But yeah, no, for yeah, for me, for like Goldie Hawn's, like um, the. Uh, the, you, you have, um, not Private Benjamin, but uh, Overboard, and then um, what was it? Bird, Bird on a Wire, Death Becomes Her is probably like right up there. She in Tequila Sunrise with Mel Gibson? Uh, no, she was in a Bird on a Wire. That's the one you're probably That's thinking. That's what of. I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, one of, one of like it was so old, like underrated was Death Becomes Her. Like that is amazing movie. What a good cast too. But yeah, Bruce. Meryl Streep's in that movie too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, damn. So she's gone through some hell since the first two films, and it kind of reflects that that she's this way now, trying, trying to move on. Well, like I said, yeah, I mean, she's because she's changed her name. She's definitely like moved on from that that aspect. Wanted to. And not in the same town, I don't believe. I think she moved towns too. You know, she's been through hell. Of course, she's going to be a little jumpy and kind of like, hey, I don't want to commit because, you know. And apparently, like in the original uh, script for this film, 
they were going to delve deeper into like you know her addictions of like what she's going through with Michael Myers in her life. Like she has like high anxiety. She's like a little twitchy and. But they cut a lot of that out. Like that's probably the extent you're going to get of it there. Josh did Faculty that year. And I know he did Sin... Did he do the original Sin City or did he do Sin City 2? I think it was in 2. Okay. Maybe he was in 1. I remember his character was pretty good in it. And then he did uh, one of my favorite series that you love was um, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Love Penny Dreadful. The new one that came out, awful. <laughs> Just... And I try to give that show a chance, too. But it was just so... Hmm. Damn, I forgot. <laughs> Movie got yeah. heavy. I forgot about this. Look, it's a little heavy. I forgot about this. Damn. This is uh, two people flexing their acting chops. And of course, this is the last time you'll hear that brother thing. They kind of retcon that going forward. I wasn't ever a fan. Well, of no, I mean because you ha you got to realize you have the sequel to this as well that they continue that story. Yeah, and this one, but like after this one, they don't do it no more. Yeah, yeah, because the next one would be for uh, the oh, well after because you had this, you had Halloween Resurrection, and then yeah, two thousand five. Man, Michael, what happened to your car game? Driving this shit now? What are you talking about, man? That one's pimp. One's bigger than that. That's what that's he got that from the uh the, the lady in the bathroom. Remember the little kid? And so he stole oh. he stole he stole their he stole their car. I like his other car better. I kinda liked Michael when when he barely drove. I think we saw in the first one he drove like a station wagon, but like this film he's like dry. He's driving a lot. Oh, you drove a lot in that first one too. Oh, you didn't see it? Yeah, you did. What are you talking about? Yeah, a couple of scenes and that was it. it wasn't much. 
in a couple of scenes here. It's not like he's fucking doing the fucking uh, cannonball run. I mean, he's just he's just driving around town. And yes, I threw the cannonball run at you. I know. Damn it, man! I didn't think about it. Now this is pre Dawson's Creek, I think, or is it during? God, uh, no, I looks, think this is pr- this is after, after or during. Was she doing Dawson's and then did this, or was it after she was done with Dawson's? Uh, wait, this is ninety-eight. I don't think Dawson's Creek was on. I thought Dawson's Creek was one of our teen shows that was on, and yeah, that that was it. Yeah, so I think it was maybe after then. Dawson's Creek ran from 96 to 2000. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That. So, she was honest in the middle of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I missed the creek because I was living. <laughs> I was living in LA. Had a TV, but I didn't watch much. Yeah. That's it. It was primarily just like. Millennium and X Files and, and and Hercules movies. Did you get? Did you watch the series at all? Uh, no? I, 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 down, I just downloaded the all the all five movies and the series. So yeah, I, I was like, man, I want to watch these. I know, I know, I can't stand the guy, but I was like, I, I, I like, I, I have fond memories of those movies. Yeah, because they were fun, and they made fun <laughs> of like just. Everything it was like tonguey, and that was a Raimi thing too, wasn't it? That yeah. was a yeah. The movies, yeah. The movies where I don't, I think he got. See, I'm trying to remember if he was involved in the movies or if he got involved in the show. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out too. I, I'm gonna say it was the series because we saw his brother on there a lot as well. Uh, I think his brother came on more during the series because that's when, like, well, you're not seeing a lot of the people like you. You saw Eolus. I think in the first one, I'm on the third one. I don't, I haven't seen him since. Uh, third one, he's introduced to his wife, Tanya Katane. Nice. Um, oh, and then so you know, I think she's on there for a couple times. A couple times, uh, the, his dad is on there a lot. Yeah, I don't think we the the characters that we remember didn't come until the show. I think. You know, what was strange about that uh, that series. A lot of times, like actually starting from the movies. It's like, did you know they had like four different people playing the role of Zeus? Not so like, far. Yeah. First three ones. I think in the show, yeah, I think they eventually had somebody else playing Zeus. Yeah, because it was Anthony Quinn, and there was that other guy who I don't know. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Quinn's been on it for so far all three movies that I've watched. Oh, when you get into the series, he's not there. Well, yeah, they, they probably can't afford the Anthony Quinn kind of money. But he was good as Zeus. I liked him. Like he was kind of like the funny Zeus, but still wise. Oh no, he was. He was like, <laughs> and it was. It was one of the lines that was made was uh, I think in one of them where, uh, you know, he's he's like he's like you need to fight Hera. He's like if I can, I can't go home anymore. He's like like you go home anyways because he's earthbound. He's basically yeah. just walking the earth, banging anything he can. So. Yeah, the the comedic stuff they do is is pretty funny on that show. It's pretty spot on. 
Like the one-liners, they got some good ones. There was an episode, I think in like the last season or something like that, where he was, um, where he, um, did he go back to Olympus? No, no, no. Where where they they went to the future, or to the present? Oh, okay. And they're okay. all in this writing room trying to write Hercules, the show, because well, basically Kevin Sorbo is part of the writing staff. He's writing these to keep his legend alive. And there's a scene where they all go into the bathroom and they're all staying at the urinal and they bust out into the theme song of Hercules. <laughs> wow, I, I gotta watch that. It's been a while yeah. since this. Well, a lot of shows, like especially like a lot of the Canadian shows, really had that that kind of like tongue in cheek humor. Even uh I think even Stargate did it one episode where Sam and Sam and um and the colonel are, are both in a, in the elevator and she's humming the theme to Stargate. And he's like do I know that tune? Mike. I like when shows do that. So yeah, Zushi, goodness, yeah, you had Anthony Quinn, you had Charles Keaton, you had uh, Roy, Roy uh, Dotris, and a, mm. uh, Peter Veer Jones. Yeah, so yeah, they all were, uh, There's quite a few. All three, yeah, all three of them. Now thinking back at it, like they all kind of like when they were each casted, they almost cast Zeus like at a different time in his life. Yes. Now, yes. Now that I'm thinking about it, like now that makes sense because when you first meet him, he's like, like sort of like the Zeus you think of. He's like the god of gods. He's just chilling. He's having fun with his son. And then you go on to the next one where it gets a little bit more serious. Hey, you know, take a responsibility, kid. Then the third one it gets a little darker, and then the fourth one gets really dark, where he's like just straight up eating people. There's the original theme. First time we hear it in the whole film. Yeah, to me, they should always use that when, like, hinting of Michael or, like, they, that he's there. The other ones should just, you know, if they wanted to make their own. Yeah, this, ha this has to be Michael's theme. And I think when you do, like, a YouTube search for it on YouTube, it, it, when you go Michael's theme, th this pops up. Hug your mother. <laughs> now, how much of this is acting and how much of this is uh, real life? I wonder. Act, good actors bring real life into it. Let's see if we hear it. Listen to the music. Yep. Right there. That was nice. That's probably the biggest homage to the film, is that. 
Yeah, and she hadn't acted in 18 years. The last movie she did was 1980's uh, The Fog. Was uh, the last movie... Stephen King Fog? No, uh, The Fog... Um, God, I'm trying to remember. Well, I think, actually, yeah, I think it, I think the, the Fog is all based off of Stephen King, but yeah. Yeah, I remember Stephen King, like Stephen King's The Fog. Which I think both versions are pretty good. Like, the OG one, obviously good, but, like, each, actually the newer one, I think Tom Willing was in the newer one, too. That was actually not bad. Mm, I don't see Stephen King's name on here. Yeah, because that was directed by John Carpenter, co-written and screenplay created. Yeah, yeah, he did all. Yeah, that was John Carp Carpenter. The Fog. I don't know why I thought of Stephen King. Not sure. <clears throat> but yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was her last movie, um, which she had done also with with Jamie Lee as well. Hello. Any anyone a little uh, fun um, <clears throat> connections? Uh, the woman, his wife, on the phone. The the actress that that's that that's uh, Lisa Gay Hamilton. She, her first movie was Aisha in Crush Groove. Same movie. Hello. Boy. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about a full swing? Yeah. Victor was a huge fan of Crush Groove. <clears throat> hey, why not, man? What is up with the mask? I think it that, looks that's the mask they used on uh, I think two movies before this. Hmm. Does not look good. Again, like I said, I, to me, uh, there a lot of them don't look that good. Just saying, I just not a. Well, the the the, the Rob Zombie one, I think, is. That and like the newer ones they've done, I've been pretty good because I, I like. Yeah, because they're... you get wear and tear. It looks like the mask is like melted or peeling. I mean, that's kind of cool. That, that's it. Yes, yes. The first one I absolutely love, but something about like these ones get too like Casper. Yeah, they're too white. Yeah, like I could, you could literally spot him a mile. Right. Hey, there he is. <laughs> get the guy with the white mask. Like he cannot blend in. Come on. Yeah. Crush Groove. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man! You know, you know, you can be watching Crush Groove later. Don't, don't be. I think I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Get him! Again, he does it like uh, with the lighting again, like in the previous films. It keeps us in the same. But again, you got to realize this isn't this isn't Carpenter. I know. Carpenter, yeah. kinda... Well, again, they're paying, paying homage. They're, they're 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 you know doing it the right way. Oh. 
kind of a more creepy setting than the hospital, though, which I kind of dig. I'll admit, like, this version, like, this atmosphere is way scarier than the hospital. Now, here's something interesting. In, in, the, uh, in this movie, uh, they made the mistake of having four different masks. So there are four different masks when you look at this, and yeah, that's why you're wondering why it looks so weird. That makes one, sense. One was that made to look similar to the one from Halloween 6. It was used in the opening scene. Another one was used through most of the movie, and while it was closer to the original one, it was too small. The eyes were, like, visible. Like, you could literally see his eyes in the mask. Uh, the eyes were uh, too wide, and the hairline was too far back. That's kind of the one we're looking at now. And then uh, they had a bluish white color with the final mask uh, was on a CGI one. Like later, I guess, in the movie, we'll see kind of this. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just. The dirtier the mask with the wear and tear, the better, the more scarier it is. Like when it's like this, it's like, come on. I think with the, the original one, what worked so well with that, the first one and two, they say they, they say it was the same mask, but I just. I, 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 yeah, I really doesn't. It just there were too many weird shapes to the face. Maybe like it's maybe the angles or the light or something. Uh, I think it was the quality of the filming and how it was like you were talking about how it's dark, it's grainy, and I think that's what made the made it work with the with the uh, the other ones. So maybe like in the, in the films after that, they kind of changed the lighting and well, just tried to the number five. If you look at the Halloween Five, the Revenge of Michael Myers. It was like it was a longer necked, and the hair was slicked back. But the 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 face itself was bumpy and rough. So that one is a pretty good one. Yeah, it's not a, that's not a horrible one. Better than these, that's for sure. <laughs> oh man hey they got scream in the background there yep there's actually there's actually a uh, reference to scream in this movie when uh they, they make the mckenzie uh, they, they, they make a comment about going to the becker house and they actually change it to going to mckenzie's house down the street oh. because that was that was uh drew barrymore's character Hmm. So, because they were watching, they were just watching Scream, so they just get fed their dad bullshit line. Ugh. Going heavy there, Lori. Throw an ice cube in there, at least. One thing I kind of do like is when she has these freak out moments and she sees Michael. That's one of the things that I I kind of dug. Like boom. I can see it now. Oh no. It's probably later. Damn. You guys broke up. I guess a pumpkin cures all.
I think it makes a little bit scarier than the hospital when you have scenes like this where he's walking through the corridors of the school. It's kind of like dark lit. And then that's just the way he shot those films. It's like very dusty and dusky. Dusty and dusky. Stop kissing! Get to the killing! I think I heard that when I was watching this film. Hmm. Now she's 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 telling him the truth here. And I don't think he believes any of it. He's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, he doesn't buy anything. Well, she's been sort of... She's kind of being cheeky <laughs> with it. Well, no, but I mean, like, if you look at the relationship, she's been a little off. Hmm. Yeah, she's like different mood swings. She's all over the place. Like, literally, once she let him in the house, oh, it's okay. Just give me the pumpkin. We're good. Sorry, I'm walking away from this. Like, all right, goodbye. Get, you getting red flags? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's massive red flags. Brother was a serial killer. See, it took him long enough. All right, guy, this is when you get up slowly. Go to the bathroom. Excuse yourself. And then run. Always killing that vodka. See, I don't, I don't, hmm. They said they, they cut all these parts out. Huh. That article was wrong. Now I know why people like this movie. You got those little intimate moments like that. You actually had a couple of them. And then you're like, wait a minute. There's a freaking killer out there. Hmm. 
Is that a purple bag? Uh oh. Yeah, I wonder who. What has this guy done besides H2O? I know he's been in other stuff. Who? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend? Yeah, it's Adam Arkin. But he was in so... Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, you 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 know who Adam Arkin is. You you've seen yeah, him. I, I, I mean, a lot. I go mad. Yeah. I go mad. <clears throat> yeah. And um, Hitch. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, just like everything. <laughs> He's been around for a long time. He's got gray hair now. Like, oh, that's why I didn't recognize him. Hmm. He was in the offer. I mean, you you just watched the offer. He played the offer. Uh, I think he was one of the. Um, was he one of the chair people? For, I think uh, I think he was one of the studio guys, if I remember correctly. I remember his face. Or was he on the directing staff for Coppola? Maybe. Wow! All right, I gotta watch it again then. And of course, I'm gonna. Sh I like how they foreshadow stuff. It's a little thing that they. I think they, well, they've done probably every horror movie, but guys playing with the thing that he's gonna get killed from. We just want to let you know how he's gonna die to prepare you guys. Hint, hint. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, that's something I had a little issue with. I went and saw Megan this weekend, and yes. Yeah, oh one. yeah, you didn't tell me how it was. Uh, I, oh, I thought I thought you might have seen my online post. Uh, it, it very predictable, like like you knew everything that was going to be happening. Oh, you know, really? first like everything. Like I said, it was extremely predictable. Fun movie, like good movie, wasn't scary. Like a couple of jump scares about it. That was the only thing scary about it. Hmm. Yeah, see, now here in the dark, the mask isn't so bad. No, yeah, exactly. So it's just when you get into the light, you're like, ooh. That's, isn't that what you said about your date? Just when you get to the light, ooh. Oh, wow. But yeah, no, like there were like, just way too many, like I said, way too many things that were like you knew, oh, okay. That's there because that's going to come up, like, you know, just like you said with the corkscrew. You know, you're introduced to a robot, and you're like, oh, I know what that guy's going to do in the end. <laughs> Wait, what's your, what's your time on here? Uh, I am 
Ugh. That's close enough. Ouch. Yeah, no. Uh oh. Oh. Okay, yeah, we're back in the same spot then. Ouch. <laughs> You're going all over the same thing I just watched. All right. I could deal with stabbings. I could deal with a lot of them. Like, they show like a broken leg. Yeah, think. Ooh. Yeah, uh, you're done. Yeah, Michael's pretty fast. He got there real quick. All right, maybe you're not there yet. Oof. Yeah, the, the mask did look really bad right there. You could see his eyes. Yeah. Mm. I'm just trying to guess where you're at right now. Oh, it's um bloodstream going towards the um Oh okay. Of course you gotta have it all. Oh, damn. Michael likes to display things, doesn't he? I mean, he's a, just an artist at heart. I mean, it is. I mean, it was, that was kind of very avant-garde. Yeah, it was. I kind of liked it. With the light literally in the middle. I mean, he, he was kind of going with an Ed Gein kind of vibe, you know? Lampshade out of, you know, human skin. And he just he just didn't have the time to really perfect it. A little bit of abstract art, you know, a little bit of Dolly in there, you know. He's an artist. Leave him alone. Damn. Okay, see, the mask oh. looks fine here. Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen anybody punch Michael. Yeah. He got a good shot in, too. Damn. Good on you, Josh. Yeah. Keep this in as many dark spots as you yeah, can. Yeah, dark corners. It's, it's, 
That, yeah, you light that up. It just looks like. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that there weren't any more William Shatner masks to fuck around with because you got to think it was 70s. And they probably didn't think to save it. And again, it's rubber. Obviously, it's going to degrade over time. Hair's going to fall out. So I think they just tried to find or make something as close as they could. And I'm pretty sure William Shatner wasn't willing to sit down for another yeah, another face, face mold. mold. Yeah, yeah, I don't hey, think come so. Come here, can you sit down for us for, for a second? I wonder how many of those masks are still around, though. The original William Shatner masks. Well, again, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you got to think just the fact of just the deterioration of rubber. Mm. You know, unless you like treat them, protect them, and all that. Yeah. Oh, look, Michael can use keys. See, he doesn't have to be so barbaric. He figured it out. I mean, he can drive, so obviously he knows what keys. Hey, yeah, he's okay, so. uh, very technical or handy. Cool shot here. I did like that. Yeah, see the eyes. Yeah, the eyes. Yeah, they look look very cartoonish. Did yeah, it looks it's like a very green. I'm like nah. Even where you can't see his eyes. What do you mean, who was that? Duh, what has she been talking about? Bad listener, this relationship is doomed. What? This relationship is doomed. He's like, who is that? I know, that's why you said relationship's doomed, and I said, what? Because he wasn't listening? Like, I'm yeah. not... Well, no. <clears throat> Kiss your ass goodbye. Hope you made enough money because you're not going to be in the sequel, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Lori does come back. Does mm-hmm. she come back for resurrection? Yes, yeah, she does. I was just saying him. No, no, no. I'm th- that was a, that was asked because I know she comes back yeah. for resurrection. Yeah, she does. Oh. I think it's like the beginning and that's it. Possibly. I don't. I didn't really watch it. I, I was, remember she. I was they, sort of burned at that point. <clears throat> I was kind of on my timeouts on horror movies. It's just like, and you won't like the sequel or the resurrection because it's it begins literally like she has long hair again and she's back at a, at a funny farm. Yeah. She escapes and Michael. Well, do you blame her? I mean, no, I don't blame her. I'm just saying that's what they did. It's the choice they took. Oh, oops, ouch. You're uh, you're gone. Oof. Long, deep, stabby, stabby. Yeah, you gotta keep this thing in the. See, that looks intimidating as hell right there. Again, the eyes, the eye, the. the... It's just yeah, you're man. <clears throat> hmm, you would think. Uh... Oh, nice. Yeah, once they show the eyes, it's over. 
And his hair is too spiky. You could you could hear a lot of those classic horror themes in this score going on right now. Yeah, like I said, I mean, they really you're looking at you know t- screen two and three composers, so they were definitely leaning towards the Hollywood vibe. Then, because you got to realize, I mean, the first two, at least the first one, was a was an independent film. Yes, you yes. know, so it's not going to have the budget and the scores. And number two, just tried to stick to that feeling and that vibe of being low budget, so. All right, Mike. Get in your car and chase him. Well, it's already there. I think it's sitting at the gate. No. Mm-hmm. Here, that's what it was. Instead yeah, of Becker's, like it was, yeah, was, yeah. Same world, man. Uh-oh. Showdown time. I got a rock. That's all she got. I don't know. I kind of like it where she's older and she has like all the guns around her house. She's crazy. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Sarah Connor version of her. Sorry. You didn't like it? I thought no, I thought... again, cause it was Sarah fucking Connor. It was. That's it was all her. they did is they like turned her into Sarah Connor. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not a crazy old lady living in the yeah, woods. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't, you know, wasn't a fan of that. So. She's just, you know, she's got an axe. She's got a chance, I guess. Look at him. It's a good Spider-Man. Is it the same arm she he chopped off in the first one? Not chopped off, but slashed the first one? I wonder. I know it's a little touch, but I like the candles in the background. Setting the mood for her. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just, it makes it like it's a sexy kill. Girl. <laughs> you'll be a woman soon. Dun, 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 dun. Say that. That's what, if uh, Quentin Tarantino directed a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> directed <laughs> Halloween. That's what we would get. <laughs> Little urge overkill for the mood music. So this is 
Chris Durand. He was in Demolition Man, which if anybody's interested, we have done that before. Uh, we also uh, Armageddon. He was did stunts in Armageddon, Smoking Aces, also Captain America: Winter Soldier. Did stunts in that as well. Uh, more stunt core, you know, stunt 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 stuff. I mean, because that's basically all he's doing here, just wearing a mask. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty much anything you can think of, he's. No, what will not fault him for the mask choices. Uh, I think he did. A, I think he does a great job, Michael Wise. Oh yeah, Michael Wise is yeah, fine. I mean, the body, the the you know, he's not doing anything that Michael we wouldn't expect Michael to do. Yeah, like he's, you know, the first Michael was a sort of like very, he just walked around slow. This one, you know, he does a couple more other things. He's driving, he's opening doors, and it's believable too. Like you could see him doing that. Yes, I could see him opening doors. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that, Christmas. That's what Quentin Tarantino should do a horror movie. Man, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Well, she, she got him pretty good. Well, I mean, you, he sort of did. I mean, you look uh, if you if you take it if you go with a uh, from Dustal Dawn, he was producer on that one. But uh, you look at Death Proof or Grindhouse. I mean, those are horror esque. Did he do? Well, I guess he did. Yeah. Grindhouse was him. Yeah. And, right. and Death Proof. Well, I think Death Proof was uh, Robert Rodriguez, I think. Well, no, what I think it? no. they both were Robert. Uh, both were Quentin and Robert together. They did directed, produced, written together on, uh, okay, okay. on Grindhouse. So, and then I think uh, Death Proof was, I think, the kind of the same thing. No, that was directed by... Quentin by himself and written. So yeah, so so he's got a he's got a couple of horrors under his his belt, and he produced uh, *Dust Till Dawn*. So he's pretty much done almost every he's, genre. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, except uh, except sci-fi. I don't know what his sci-fi would be like. Well, you remember a few years ago there was this big talk about him picking up the, the *Star Trek*. Yeah, like a one-off film or like an episode. I heard. Well, no, no, they were talking like him doing like an actual like s- s- a movie, but like I would, yeah, I would hope it would be a one-off movie and would not be connected in any sort of way. But like, you're the biggest Trekkie here. Does he fit doing that? Like, no, again, that's why I said it was, should be a one-off. Huh. It connects to nothing at at all. Hmm. You know, it, it could be. You know, he could pick something from like one of the series where one guy like went off. Uh, he could do a he could do a mud movie. Oh wow! You know, go, do, do, <laughs> do a mud movie, mud in his like in his own little world, and or, or just do one of those one off characters that popped in a couple of times, and then what just was went the off. Or, 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 or do what he should do? Oh my god, I never thought about that. Do um. What is his name? Uh, Bill Riker, which was William Riker's twin. That get, when they got divided in a uh, in a transporter accident, and uh, he, he got Will Will Riker went on and continued his career, but William Riker got stuck down on this planet for like 
18 years or something like that. And then they came back to visit it and they beamed him up. And uh, But he continued. He did not go back. They didn't do like the whole, we're going to re-blend you together. He just went off and picked up on his own. And he could do a series, do a movie based off of him and what what fucked up shit he did. I, was, I wasn't I was even thinking that. That's a very good one. I, but I was thinking like the original OG series. You remember the uh, the alien species? They were like half painted white, half painted black. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he could do something on that. That would be. That's up his alley. And then he, he can have a. You got a Marcellus Wallace show up and say he's on a bitch. Makes <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Dude, Ving Rames in a Star Trek. <laughs> Wild. As Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> you know, get me some hard hitting motherfuckers. <laughs> Pimp your ship in the galaxy. Yeah, Lori knew. Lori knew. She's like, fuck it. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done a sequel to like Soul Plane, like in Soul, in Soul Space or something like that. <laughs> I mean, that would be fun right there. Soul Plane in Space. Oh. Yeah, we talk about sequels we, 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 we want, we don't get. I'm telling you. I don't want that movie, but I want yeah, to see it. No plane, two soul in space. Uh, yeah, one of the millions and millions of fake soul, soul plane to, uh, what is it? Going to the solar system. <laughs> Jokes. Solar system. Soul, soul. Soul, soul plane, solar. Soul plane. It works. Or just call it solar plane. Airplane two or so plane two. So plane two solar system. <laughs> that is the worst editing of all time. Oh my that god, was, dude, that was horrible. Dude, it, like you see him fly off, and her van is still straight, and then all of a sudden he gets flipping. <laughs> awful, dude. Awful. Look, it didn't even hit him. It squished him. Oh, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't touch him. No, he just didn't. reacted. That was a bad shot. No, he he stuck between a piece of wood and uh, he stuck between a piece of wood and a hard place. I mean, it's um, yeah. Look, it's, it's kind of leaning on. Oh, there you go. Now catch him on fire. Kablooey. God bless you. That is. Now do it and chop his head off. Well, basically, if you did that, you you would have the ending of uh, Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't chop his head off. They did worse. Can't come back from that. Didn't they Fargo him? Yes. Well done. They did Fargo him. It's a horrible way to go, dude. Ugh. Yeah, how is he still alive? Yeah. 
<laughs> the ultimate heel. He's doing the Ric Flair mm-hmm. right now. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, they that mask. See that mask up close is not too bad. Looks a little more wary. It looks like oh, yeah. Don't get in the light. Why are you getting all emotional? Yeah, like, see, I don't it's like. It's not that. like he was her brother. I'm like, like, like you grew up with. You, you, your whole relationship is him trying to stick something to you. Oh, terrible shot of the eyes. There we go. They do it. <clears throat> and then, of course, the sequel ruins this moment. <laughs> I'm just. And they can't even explain that. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, there's some sequels, like, you know, he, they die, they drown, or something like that, but the body's still intact. This one, yeah, yeah, you, 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 bro- you broke, you know, the, the rule. You, you don't, like, decapitate a motherfucker. Yeah, and how's it going to come back? You can't explain that. Oh, yeah, well, you know, there was enough time that we could reattach it. Why would you reattach it? It's a murderer. Let him die. Speaking of dying, that is Halloween H20, and that is the end of the, uh, or Halloween trilogy our halloween trilogy that's right because next week we're going to be doing when a stranger calls uh so basically we're sticking to a suburban horror vibe and uh just going a little uh a little bit more into the 70s we're not going to do the remake that they had nothing wrong with the remake but i just like we were talking about here you know halloween there was a grit to that just the film and and the quality and you really get that in the uh in that movie um and uh we also get a uh a, uh, a, 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 I'm trying to remember. It's I'm trying to remember the actress that's in uh, when a stranger calls. Uh, Seventy nine. It is Carol Kane, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah Carol yeah, Kane. Yeah, Carol Kane and Charles uh, Durning are in that. So that's you know to see Carol Kane, a young Carol Kane. If nobody is uh, familiar with who Carol Kane is, just uh, yeah, definitely yeah, lots of good <clears> stuff she's been. Oh yeah, God yeah. It's actually you did uh, you did it uh, one of my favorite favorite Carol Kane movies. Uh, yes, Scrooge. I l- absolutely love her in that as the uh, ghost of Christmas present. Just beautiful. So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, we'll be uh, doing that. And then next month is uh, a different series. We'll talk about that next week when we uh, gear up towards it. But yeah, every month we're going to be doing, like I said, uh, you know, just different horror horror movie trilogy. We'll try to stick to a trilogy, but then, but then we'll do something uh, along those same lines. So, yeah, we'll throw some oddballs out there, but pretty much it's the year of fear. Yes. So my Get out of here, Mike. Later. <laughs>